Golden visas, for anybody who wants to know, it is 10 years. So what that means to someone that's not in Dubai, if you are a resident of Dubai, um, you have a two-year residence visa, so you take employment, then then take your blood to make sure that you're in a healthy condition, then normally do a chest x-ray on you to make yep. sure that you're good with pasta every time so far. Yep. Um, and then you would apply for your visa, which is two years, and renew it for two years and go through the same remigramol, is that yep. the word to Rigmarole, you? yeah. Yep. Um, New golden visa, purpose behind it, which I know it's been talked about in the press a lot. Basically, keep it here long term, not in a two-year plan. They've got a 10-year plan. Um, but there is a certain caveat to getting the 10-year visa. Those are, first of all, $2 million in paid-up cash on your primary property. So that, what that basically means is if you own a property, let's say, <clears throat> for $6 million dirhams, you bought it for six... Key thing, you bought it for $6 million, okay? You must have at least 2 million dirhams paid up in cash. Now, to add to that, if you have, let's say, three properties and you have a million dirhams in your villa you live in, okay, you have the two properties that are investments, you may have 500,000 dirhams each and paid up cash and the rest is either mortgage or whatever. Providing it all meets the 2 million, you can merge all of them together. There is a caveat though, isn't there? Yeah. So... My caveat understanding of this is that if it's, they don't base it on the new valuation. So i.e. if you buy a house two years ago and your house has gone up 30%, they don't care about that. They want to know what you bought it for versus what you've got paid in it. Yeah, and the most important thing, all they're interested in is, do you have 2 million dirhams worth of paid up capital in any of these properties? And the key thing is, is if you, if you own a property in joint names, let's say husband and wife for argument's sake, um, they will account your shares because if it's husband and wife, it will be 50-50 ownership typically on a, on a title deed. They'll account the title deed is 100%. So if I'm buying a property today, I have three properties. One has a million dirhams paid up, one has 500,000, another has 500,000. I own both my wife. I would then be allowed to go and get a gold. Both piece. of you? Both, both of us, okay, yes. Okay, so you... If you've got a shared title deed, they class the capital as 100%, they don't split the capital. It would be sing a single person applying for the golden visa. So essentially, I'd be applying for it yeah. and I'll then sponsor my wife. Okay, so she couldn't have one herself? No. Well, she, oh. she technically could, but it'd be one, it would be a lot easier doing the sponsorship for me. In today's modern world, she could get the gold visa and sponsor you. Technically speaking, and it's independent of the employment visa as well. Oh, wow. So different, like separate, separate from that. Um, so the process is. It's ongoing, but we now know what we need. We need to make sure we've got two, uh, two million dirhams in paid property. Off-plan properties right now are not showing in the system, so it only accounts to secondary properties, but we expect that to change early part of next year. I've got one last thing I want to talk about that got brought to my attention yesterday. So a good friend of mine called me yesterday, and this is just for anybody who wants property advice. This is probably the best advice I'd give somebody that's interested in property. Me and Carl have done this for... In 30 years between us now. Oh, is that, wait, is I've, I've been doing it 20, 22, 23 years on my own. Oh, oh yeah. So I've been doing 20 years. Yeah, about, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm old. Um, and someone asked me yesterday, should I buy a property uh, at the moment with the prices currently high? And my answer to them was that they brought up the interest rates as well. So we did an analysis yesterday talking about interest rates. If you bought a 3 million dirham property today at 4%, it's 13,800 dirhams. If the interest rate goes to 8%, which is catastrophic, really, supposedly, isn't it? Yeah. It's 16,000. Yeah. So the repayment's not that heavy. So when this lady said to me, look, I'm thinking about buying a house, but I'm worried about the interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. I said to her this, let me ask you a question. If you bought a house now and it went down, 
would you buy it with a higher interest rate or would you buy it, re-rent your next house with a 50% increase on rental income? There are your two options. You pay a little more on the interest or your 50% increase in rent. Long term, it is physically impossible to lose. Now, I just want to leave you with this before you jump in. A house can go down 5% every year because you have a 20-year loan at 5% a year every year, which makes it the biggest crash in the history of property. Your value is worth zero. But in that time period, your house is worth nothing, your mortgage is cleared, you have no payments, you still have a house. This person that rents for 20 years and pays the rent again, in 20 years, they owe nothing. So there is no winning scenario for being a tenant. And I think with the prices the way they are today, we'll leave it at this, the prices where they are, it is actually more cost effective on monthly spend to rent to buy a house than is renting the rental prices being so high. 